Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Goddess Glow podcast with your host, Ray Grillo. Today, I have a special guest, and her name is Tanya D. She is a the owner and founder of a company called Y'all Light, and her movement is to ignite and empower the light within the heart. She is a registered dietitian, a master meditation coach and teacher, and also a life coach. Thank you so much, uh, Tanya, for being here today. And I am really uh, just from the conversations that we had, you have so much, so much like to give. And um, a lot of what I do on here is, you know, talking about love and how it really starts with self. And I feel like you are just the embodiment of that. And like, I feel like when I look at you, I feel like, you know, this is a woman who who loves herself and, um, and you just, with what you have to give and what you have to give to the world and what I've seen. Um, yeah, it's just, it's starting off in like your journey that, that love. Um, I would love for you to share more about, um, what you do. And you are a Christian woman who you take science and spirituality and you put it together. Um, I would love for you to share your journey a little bit with my listeners. Okay. Nice to be here, Ray, and, um, and with all of your listeners. I wanted to touch on that subject that you said about self-love and mm-hmm. how you being that embodiment. And I want to say in my 20s, I was not that. Okay. So, I'm, clo- I'm 59 now, and uh, self-love is such a journey and it's, it's a real goal to have. And one of the things that happened to me when I was younger is um, I had an anxiety disorder when I was younger. My mother left when I was 14 and it sent me in this, like, you know, I was always running, I was starving, I was binging, then I'd use substances. I was really um, unaware of how badly I was treating my body. And maybe I was aware of it, but I just didn't know how to stop that anxiety from running the show. And there's been several things that have uh, along the line that have helped me. What's funny is I became a registered dietitian because I couldn't figure out like, what is going on with me? And that actually isn't what helped me the most, (laughs) which is interesting, right? Um, That's just focusing on food and body and body image. And one of the things that helped me the most really was um, my studies in the Bible, which is so interesting. This combination of learning to meditate because meditation is always recommended for someone who has anxiety or -hmm. depression, right? Real low, low, these things where we feel very out of control, uh, meditation, but it's so difficult if you don't know what you're trying to achieve during meditation and our, our inner parts besides our body, because that's what happens when we meditate is we go inward 
and all of a sudden we're faced with ourselves, right? And at the time, myself was like, I can't sit. I gotta go. I gotta get things done. I I need to solve problems. There's a problem here. I need to solve it. So, the the journey uh, to self love is really it's a journey of going inside, right? Yes. Um, which is was funny. Like we do a lot of these self help things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we might look a certain way or try to change our image on the outside and. Um, try to say certain things to ourselves, like I love you, like in the mirror, like affirmations. But what, what, where, where our self, the self is located is in our soul. Mm. So, um, it might be hopping a little bit too far, but basically, self love is this acknowledgement that we don't want to abandon ourselves. We don't want to um, put substances in that's going to numb ourselves. We don't want to, um, of course, we all don't want to do any of this, right? But Mm -hmm. there's this impulse to do it. Um, Like an instant sort of gratification, like the easier route. Yeah. It's, it's instant, it's mm-hmm. impulsive. And this all comes from our soul, which is driving who we are on the inside. So part of self-love for me was becoming still. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, okay, you just gotta bear with these uncomfortable feelings and learn to go inside. You know, I, I told you I'm a registered dietitian and I'd be counseling people, a lot of women who had eating disorders because that's kind of what I had. And I realized I could talk to them all day about their body and food and they weren't, they weren't going to recover. We had to, I'd go deeper. And in the Bible, it says that we are body, we are soul, and we are spirit. There's three parts to us. And if we're just going to focus on this one part, it's the least powerful part that we have access to. Mm-hmm. So our body's going to constantly change. It's never going to be perfect. And then, you know, it, it's, it just changes. So you can't control it. Um, you have to go deeper and really start befriending yourself instead of avoiding yourself so all those techniques I just described like over exercising starving binging um, whether it's bulimia or uh, substances this is really not being very friendly to yourself and what you'll notice if you're really sitting in meditation every day is say you do that impulsively the day before some you get triggered somehow and you you drink or you get triggered and you just do something where you know it's impulsive. you go shopping something and the next day you could sit with yourself and somehow you don't feel that good you know you yeah. might not feel that good 
and, and then you'll have to ask yourself, what did I do to make myself not feel good? And this becomes the journey to self-love is we don't want to make ourselves feel bad ever. There's enough people in our lives that will disappoint us, that might emotionally try to abuse us, or there's a lot of people out there that we have to be weary of. And um, the one thing we don't really want to do, if we can avoid it, is hurt ourselves or disappoint ourselves. So um, this journey into self-love is it's a it's a very interesting journey because if we can realize that God is a spirit and God lives in our heart, that's what the Bible says. Mm-hmm. God's in our heart, in our soul, and and our souls in our heart too. So basically, our soul and our spirit are inside our heart, and the heart is a spiritual center. Like you have your chakra thing back there. Yeah. You know, how, like the, the chakra is the heart energy center. So within that heart center, that's where our soul and our spirit are both. Mm-hmm. And spirit is connected. Our human spirit is connected to God and God is a spirit. And it's all happening in our heart. Okay. So you, could, was, you know, mm-hmm. oh. I did have like a a thought come up or a question because I work a lot with like, you know, um, like psychology wise, like the subconscious mind, the unconscious or, um, yeah, the conscious and like using that sort of thing and like diving into the past to um, or like, you know, doing hypnotherapy or NLP or something along those lines, inner child healing um, in order to heal. And that's typically the route that I go. And so is there like a correlation between like maybe the unconscious mind with the soul and the, and this might be, <laughs> this might be like going like far out there. However, like the soul and the spirit. No, it's, it's really, really interesting because over the years, these parts of us have been named many things. Yeah. Okay. And, right. And in psychology, psyche the same word psyche is the same word as self, which is the same word biblically as soul. Mm. Psychology is the study of the psyche, or I believe the study of the soul. Okay. Like my mind's like right now. (laughs) Right. Right. So basically psychology calls the subconscious, the part of us that's not entirely a conscious there's parts of it that's asleep Mm. right or stored and that's the same as our soul so when we're born we're born with this soul and from the moment we're born the soul stores every single thing we learn every single thing we experience so it's like a big computer hard drive our soul is storing everything so you talk about inner child work Mm -hmm. that inner child experience is in our soul as a child our teenage years in our soul whatever happened to us 
whatever we learned and whatever we heard, like whatever someone told us, mm-hmm. you could have been told you're fat, you're ugly, you're lazy. All of the messages and all of our experiences are stored in our soul. So the, the psychology calls it the subconscious below conscious, okay. below conscious. So all of that stuff in our soul, some of it's accessible to us memory right mm-hmm. and some of it's not accessible to us and in the in biblically it would be the soul is subconscious the spirit is conscious consciousness mm-hmm. some people even refer to god as consciousness yeah so it's very it's such a good question because it's it's fairly confusing all the different names mm-hmm. soul has been given. Um, so that was that was a great question. Do you understand what I'm saying? Now? Yeah, yeah, I do understand. And that in terms for me, because I know I was a little bit confused beforehand about the difference between. And I would love for you to share this too because we had a conversation before, like weeks ago on the difference between the body, which you shared um, a little bit now, the body, the soul, and the spirit, and uh, how uh, um, each part, you know, is like a, what you would call the trinity? You would call it the trinity. Okay. There's three parts to Mm -hmm. us, right? And then they say that God is also, exists in three parts, which Mm -hmm. would be Jesus came to be the, the, invisible manifestation of God in physical form and human form. And then there's the Holy spirit and this is God's spirit. And that's what lives in our heart. And then there's God, you know, this like big thing that we can't understand. Yeah. But it also says that we are created in God's image. So we're, we're three parts. So we're body and we all kind of know our body, but, the body basically has six senses. Okay. Right? Like the smell, touch, hearing, taste, and that sixth sense, like intuition. And then it has 12 systems. So it has the circulatory system, the respiratory system, the lymphatic system. So our body is a sensory system. Mm-hmm. It, picking things up like information and relaying it guess where to our soul and mm-hmm. our spirit so our our body like says our body is the temple of our soul and our spirit yeah so what's the body it's just physical it's the only thing we can see we can't actually see our soul or our spirit the body is material like status Mm-hmm. the spirit are immaterial we can't see it it's the unseen but the real interesting thing is the soul it includes three parts so the soul includes our mind imagine your thoughts so you're sitting there right now and you're thinking right that's, yeah. one, that's one part of your soul and another part is your emotions your feeling too As you Mm -hmm. sit there, somehow you're feeling excited or anxious or sad or happy or whatever you're feeling. And the third part of the soul is 
called our will or our free will. The free will meaning we can make our own choices. We're given that free will to make our choices. God doesn't make our choices for us. So your free will is, I like to consider it like desires. You might be sitting there going like, well, I wish I would have, I wish I would have had some water. I wish I, I, you know, I hope, you know, all this. So this, the will sounds like I will, I won't, I want, I don't want, I wish. Okay. So when we talk about self-love, I'm going to go back to that. It's okay. so important to know these three parts of ourselves because we have to learn how to love our mind, love our emotions and love our desires. And here's the trickiest part. As I told you, everything stored in our soul from the time we're born, mm-hmm. that means you might have a thought that's really, it's not true. Like after my mom left, I had this thought that I was unlovable and that I wasn't worthy and I couldn't trust people and people would betray me So I went into my 20s with these thoughts in my head just because those thoughts occurred at the time and were stored in me. Mm -hmm. Those thoughts became like this perspective that I saw out of and it kept me from so much. So part of, and same with the feelings, like the feeling of anxiety came from my mom leaving. And then my dad, you know, was distracted and our whole family fell apart. So, and then my desires, like, oh my gosh, you know, I'm on my own. I have to, you know, get a degree. I have to make, you know, I had nobody there for me. So um, basically (laughs) when you're sitting around and this is where meditation is really important is you're sitting in your body. You're holding your body still. You learn how to have self-control, right? So you don't have that impulse. Then you observe your mind, your thoughts, your emotions, and your desires. We're just observing. We're not reacting to it. And here's the last part of our, our body, body, soul, spirit. Spirit's that higher consciousness says in the bible the spirit is the lamp Mm. it shines on our inner parts our soul our mind emotions and our will so when we're observing we're beginning to be able to come from a place of spirit and really the spirit's a lot more powerful this is where the higher power is located and the soul's not very powerful at all but The soul is, we are here to experience life. Mm -hmm. Our soul is to kind of tell us how we're experiencing life. You'll hear these thoughts, you'll hear these feelings. Like today, I feel sad. Why? Because I'm experiencing a loss. So your soul is speaking to us. And so often we'll feel sad and and we'll try to get rid of that feeling Mm -hmm. (laughs) without first saying, why and how can I love this part of myself today yeah and we can the the spirit really helps us it can tell us a bigger perspective like 
hey, I, I remember once I started meditating, I started hearing a completely different voice. Like, hey, those things aren't true. Those thoughts in your mind, right? Mm -hmm. Start hearing this kind of, it's a little bit of a battle between the spirit and the soul for a while until the soul just really surrenders over to spirit because our soul wants more power. And when we give it that higher power spirit, it kind of calms down. So we don't have so much thought, so many thoughts. We don't have so many thoughts. Mm -hmm. We don't have so much, you know, desire. So yeah, I was, uh, yeah, I was, uh, battling recently with, um, with like my like anxiety and like things going on, like this hecticness. And, um, and I know like for other people too, however, for me, like I was experiencing, like, I know I should meditate. I know (laughs) I should go sit down and be still. And like what I was wishing and wanting was to be, to feel still. And I just was like, my mind's here, my mind's there, like all over the place, you know? And then like, it's like, you know, your answers, and um, people know their own answers. And I just was so hesitant or so resistant on not doing it. And once I actually, I was invited to do some breath work um, on Sunday. And so once I did that, like, I feel like, like this whole, like, this light, like this, like flush or this like rush or river of light just like came down (laughs) upon me. And I don't know if you believe like in spirit guides or, um, that however my spirit guides are like, focus (laughs) each time, like my mind would wander, like the negative thoughts that I was having, observing the negative thoughts that I was having, like focus, you know? So, um, I guess like my question would be, for me, like I, I sort of get why I was like resistant to doing it. It could be like a belief about, you know, myself. Um, however, like why typically would people, they know the answer. And I've heard a lot of people like, oh, like I need to do this more. Like I need to go work out more. or I need to go and meditate more. Like what is the resistance to that? That is such a big question because I think the hardest part about meditation is the resistance to do it. Yeah. (laughs) This is actually (laughs) sitting down and doing it. (laughs) And just knowing that, like, so I've been meditating for 15 years, but I'll tell you, I get up in the morning. I do it first thing in the morning between the time I grab my tea and coffee and the time I make it to my spot, I might come up with 10 reasons not to get there. And this is still every day. But I know once I get there, things will be cool. Things will be better. So the resistance, I believe this is the resistance. So our soul is very strong. And it has to be because our soul is there for us to survive. It's a survival mechanism. So when you see people who say, you know, I'm in survival mode, they really, their soul is very active, unfortunately because they haven't learned how to surrender the soul to God's spirit and God's spirit is where wisdom is found. So it's not found in our soul. So the the resistance that comes up is your soul wants to, if you have a problem and your soul thinks, this is one reason we need to not tell ourselves I've got this problem, this problem, this problem, this problem. Your soul's like, 
great, I'm going to solve that problem because that's what our, our mind is meant to solve problems. Think about our mind. It judges, analyzes, plans, perceives. Everything about it is solving a problem. So as soon as we say we have a problem, the mind's in the air. I'm going to solve that problem. So one, one of the things we can do is I notice my mind is like this. I notice my emotions are like this. I notice my actions are like this. So the goal is to be still and know God. That's it. It is extremely simple and extremely hard because your soul is like, I've got the answer. Go do this. Go do that. Um, I'm feeling this. So numb it with that. Um, you know, mm -hmm. so your soul thinks it has all the answers and, you know, it has to work with God's spirit. So be still and know God. It doesn't mean you have to sit in meditation pose. Yeah. You can take a nap and just get horizontal. You can go down to a park and sit under a tree. You can like, nature is a really good way to do it. And if you can't sit still, even taking a slow walk in nature not with podcasts and headphones and everything just i'm going to spend some time with spirit yeah listening deeper and then often you get that still small voice and that's the one we often hear mm -hmm. And, but are the voice of our soul, but do this, do this, do this it might be a little bit louder until you really start every time you hear that still small voice, write it down, mm -hmm. write it down <laughs> and it's got some answer for you. So for, and with that, how, um, this was an issue and I know it can be an issue between listening, what voice to listen to. And I know you're talking about will in the soul and like the, the desires, like I want, I won't, I can't, or um, how can people decipher between what is spirit and what is soul? Another, such a great question. <laughs> um, so things from the spirit, all the things from the spirit are good, righteous, holy, trustworthy, beautiful, um, creating unity, uh, a good for everybody. So the, the, the spirit has this um, bigger perspective, like way big. And you might even hear the spirit sort of challenging, like it'll say, I want you to stop drinking. <laughs> and your will will be like hell no you know or sorry yeah. heck no you know I'm gonna start <laughs> drinking. that's helping my anxiety you know and the next morning you might hear like you know I really want you to stop drinking spirit's very gentle it's gentle and it knows what's best for you and you will hear it over and over and over until you do the thing it's trying to get you to do Mm -hmm. And I had this really interesting, this is the scenario. That's what uh, one thing that was real hard for me, like I hear God's voice, like, no, nope, your, your sobriety is your path. You know, that's it. Yeah. I would sit in meditation and listen to my will. 
I'd say, I'd try to answer these questions. I will, I won't, I want, I don't want. And I'd say, I will, I will try to stop drinking. I won't, I won't, um, I won't stop drinking. Um, uh, I don't want, well, I really don't want how I feel after drinking. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want, well, I want to be able to do anything I want to be able to do. That was my voice. That was my soul. And I had all of these reasons not to do it until I did it over, heard it again, explored what I'm thinking. Well, I, the bottom line was I want to do what I want to do. I want to be able to do what I want to do. And, and God's like, you know what? You're, you're not loving yourself. Let me lead you. You know, you're what you're wanting to do is really not self-love. Let Mm -hmm. me lead you for a while. And it was this, I get it finally. And then when I did it, I felt so much better. Yeah. (laughs) All of these blessings also came to me. So this is, this is a really interesting practice. Like God told me once, I want you to make um, chant music in English based out of the Bible. And I heard this for like six months and I was like, I'm a dietitian. Yeah. I'm not a musician. I'm not a theologian. You know, I, I know about the Bible, but I'm not like, and I kept saying, what is this? I keep heard over, over, over. And I finally said, okay, I'll do it. Well, guess what? It was a miracle. I would basically be woken up by songs in the morning this the tune the song and I would write them down in my meditations and they came pouring out of me very simple chant songs with a melody and right after that I met a musician I met a guy with a recording studio so this is called God's grace when God gives us a challenge a still small voice and we have the courage to say, yes, I'm going to do that. I'm going to try. He, he wants you to do it. It was his idea. And he'll come in with grace, which is this, this you know, synchronistic thing that starts happening all, of, all throughout your life, everywhere, mm-hmm. every realm. And that's how we begin to have this like, really like, wow, God's real. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I really have faith in God now yeah. and it makes me 100% devoted to hearing that, you know, hearing that voice, trying to follow it. So I know a lot of people too, and even like, I mean, everyone goes through it. However, the signs and something that I share with, um, you know, the people in my life and uh, with my listeners and stuff is really getting in tune. Like one, like I um, like followed Tony Robbins for a while. And the thing that he said was like getting in tune with your body, like first, because if your body feels good, then you're going to want to be in it more. You're going to, it's okay. You know, like you're going to be able to sit still. Um, and then like going into like, when you start doing like the meditation and stuff, like you're going to start like listening in and like tuning in and 
like I believe in angel numbers and I, I see numbers everywhere and I see, you know, spirit is always talking, always like always talking, always guiding. And there's just like, I don't know, like Barcelona came up for me a lot or Spain came up for me a lot, you know, um, like little things that you're able to pick up on like along like your day, just like simple things like, or like, I'll have a thought of something or a thought of someone like they reach out or thought of something and it'll come up in a conversation later. And I feel like, um, you know, intuition, everyone's different too. Just like, you'll be able to pick it up. And like, it's like, a, a, I don't know how to describe the feeling other than like maybe enlightened or something, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> um, enlightened a lot because mm-hmm. the way I, I look as enlightened is they say that Christ is a light yeah. within our heart. He said, I came to enlighten every man. It's a Bible verse and his light is in our heart. So this, this light is like unconditional love. It's new life. And it's, it, it has a lot of qualities to it. So like you said, this, this thing's it's kind of, it's mysterious. Okay. It just yeah. is. It's magical. It's, yeah. it's magical. It's kind of speaking to us in the way we're going to perceive all the time. Like numbers. A lot of people say they see numbers or they hear things, or I totally believe in angels. Like mm-hmm. why wouldn't I, it's, you know, it's, there you can and if you if you pray that's another part of this whole aspect is listening to ourselves like tony robbins says listen to your body well your body inside your body is your soul and if if there's pain coming from your body your body speaks yeah we never want to avoid what our body's telling us so that's self-love right uh, oh I'm in, I have a pain here if you're sitting in meditation and you can't do the crisscross applesauce you know sit in a chair so what yeah right about being still and going inside and listening to your body mm-hmm. not neglecting your body but um yeah um there was um okay well there was also another thought that came to me when you're talking about like your chanting and the music and like listening in like you kept getting these like gentle reminders. Um, I'm at the spot right now in my life where I keep hearing like, okay, YouTube videos. Cause I traveled the world last year and I took so much footage and I haven't done anything with it and writing. So writing and footage and doing the inspirational videos on YouTube. Like that's like capture the world the way I see the beauty in it, you know? And um, however, it's like this voice is like, you know, tuning in because everyone's so stuck on like what's my purpose yeah what is my purpose and I feel like you gave a great example of sometimes your purpose is just like you know just doing what you came here to do and like you're like I'm a dietitian <laughs> you know like music like did you have any music no musical background whatsoever okay because you're like a science you're a science um person as well yeah major well so that that idea of what is your purpose like that's that's they say god places that in our heart Mm -hmm. so and you know your purpose now might be different like from your purpose in two or three years but listening to that 
to that voice, it says that, that God is a guide, a mm-hmm. counselor, a helper, and the spirit of truth. And so like, let's just, I'm going to take your YouTube thing for an example. Like, so you, you've heard it, you've heard it a while. And this is something I would say like, okay, this is your purpose right now. And you need to move towards it in whatever way you can. Like, I would just encourage you to start making simple videos because you just populate your YouTube channel. Don't get overwhelmed by it, you know? Mm -hmm. And then it might turn into the travel thing and the travel journal thing. But your followers would love to just see you on YouTube for, you know, however, 10 minutes, you know? So I do think like one of the things I say about it, uh, it's a, it's a meditation and prayer practice So Mm -hmm. in meditation. You're really listening for that voice, your voice, God's voice. And in prayer is, is where we really consciously talk to God, talk to spirit because our words are creative. Mm-hmm. so and it's all about that in the bible every religion talks about the power of the word yes our words are so powerful so like my prayer practice every day as i start out with thanking god and what jesus said is thank god for stuff you don't even have yeah so if you don't have perfect health you say thank you for my perfect health you know thank you for helping me with my youtube videos Thank you for my anointing. I always say that because I feel that this anointing, this uh, uh, meditation prayer practice that I teach, that that just came right from above. You know, that was anointing Mm -hmm. on me to do this thing. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And then another part of praying to God is we admit where we're struggling. Yeah. I'm struggling. I have anxiety. I'm struggling. I'm drinking too much. I'm struggling. God doesn't know exactly how to help you unless you tell him. Yeah. He'll know your story better. Like, and he can help you right away. I'm struggling with feeling weary or overly burdened. Please. Can you give me some more strength? Can you give me more clarity? Can you give me more direction? And boom, you know, it doesn't happen right away because God sometimes will speak to you to where you're answering your own prayer Mm -hmm. or will lead you in a way where your prayer is answered or he'll give you the answer. So the the answering of prayers comes in different ways, but I, I do think prayer is just as important as meditation. Yeah. And um, so I recently joined the LDS church and their thing a lot is like repenting. However, I've done a lot of um, I've done a lot of personal development work as well. And a lot of what I've found is like the personal development work that I've done, like that's like, which I feel is practical spirituality. That's essentially what it is, is um, that acknowledgement. I used to always feel like uh, like I had to hide away my problems in the past. Like I really stayed away from Christianity or um, just being a, in a church. Even though I was raised in a church, I still believed in the Bible. I just didn't want to be around people. 
because I was so afraid of like the judgment or whatever it was, because I wanted to hide away my problems. And I found within myself that those problems, like once I became aware of them or honest and just acknowledged that I had them, they either a solution popped out out of nowhere, (laughs) you know, or, um, and again, I can share my experience and, you know, the people that I talk to, a lot of the issue is just coming to an acknowledgement that, Hey, there is a problem here. Um, and then, yeah, from there, it's just, yeah, you get insights and everything that you're sharing is just so (laughs) I'm like, like, like the years of study, whatever, like all, everything that you're saying, I'm like, if we just followed what you said, like our lives, honestly, it would be easier. And, you know, talking about that resistance and I think we're talking about how it could just be easy. Right, you know? right. So life, I don't find life ever to be actually all that easy, mm-hmm. but it's definitely so much easier when you have this co-creator. Yeah. This helper helping you. And there's synchronicity. It's grace is like it's ease. There's an ease to life. Mm-hmm. So you you will, will always have challenges. I don't. You know, I change the word from problems to challenges. Mm, okay. And God's there to help us overcome these challenges, so that we can help other people that had those challenges. Or, you know, it's this, God's trying to take us from glory to glory, which basically is true. Like. We're at this point, and then we have this challenge, and we're like a little bit better, right? And then a little bit better, and a little mm-hmm. bit better. So um, there's definitely these practices. Like I like how you just called it practical spirituality, but let's just take this confession thing that you just brought up, how, mm-hmm. how important it is. Almost in every healing modality, there will come this time where you have to sort of fess up your truth. Yeah. Whether it's in the 12 steps, it's like the fifth step. You know, we admitted to our brothers where our faults were. And a lot of people in 12 steps, they they get to that fifth step and that's where they fall apart. Mm -hmm. But, but this is the goal is the, and science has shown this is true. So I love this, that, you know, it's not just spirituality. It's science yeah. shows that our emotions are stored in our body. And when we just reveal it, like you said, we pay attention to it. Like, this is a truth. You know, I felt this way. This is inner child work. This is how I felt when I was four. Mm-hmm. And you are able to sit and sort of have some compassion for that four-year-old for a while like wow you felt that way and all of a sudden it's like the feeling lifts and it's gone that's that's the path to enlightenment that's Jesus is from darkness to light we go inside of ourselves and we identify that stuff that's in the dark that we hold down there and we bring it to light and it's set free so, you know, you do have to be sort of careful who you're doing it in front of because there are people who want to avoid their feelings because it's too painful at the moment for them. Um, so, you know, doing it to God is the easiest thing you can do because you're not going to be judged. He has unconditional love. He forgives you. Yeah. You're forgiven. 
So you can do this practice every day. I admit this, I do it. I admit I'm doing this. I'm struggling here now. I'm struggling with this thought. I'm struggling with this behavior. And it's so um, freeing. It, yeah, it really is freeing. And I realized that it's not, you know, it wasn't for other people. It wasn't, it's for me. Right. Um, yeah. And so, you know, I could talk to you forever. Yeah. <laughs> I could talk to you forever, I feel like. However, I would love, um, you said that you have a book coming out. And then I have my little guy over here. However, you said you have, <laughs> um, you have a book coming out. And I would love for you to share what the book is. And um, yeah, and you said also that there's an event that you'll be attending okay, in yes. North Carolina. Yeah. So um, my, my book is called How to Meditate with Jesus. And it's an eight-step process that takes us really into our body uh, then our soul, then our spirit. And I do use chanting, meditation, and prayer. And it's a pretty small book, actually. It's only like 75 pages. It's really a workbook and it's mm -hmm. a doodle book too. And it has a journal in it too. It's really to get you to start doing the practice like every day. And then the whole last part of it is a 40-day challenge, doing the practice okay. and has prompts in the journal. So um and I know in the Bible, 40 days is, is pinnacle. Yeah. It's, it's like, yeah. It, uh, it changes things 30 days to change a habit, 40 days to really it, like becoming grounded in that habit. So mm -hmm. in the new habit, um, if anyone is interested in what I do, I have a newsletter on my website that I, I give out free meditations and free chants and, um, I'll give a notice when my book is ready. And um, that would be a beautiful thing. Could uh, follow me on Instagram, Tanya mm -hmm. D, or uh, I have a YouTube page too. Tanya yeah, D. you have quite a bit on there. <laughs> right. And I just started small. It was like yeah. one little video, one little video. You just, mm -hmm. you just start. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so um at, at mm -hmm. and yeah and everything will be down below in the description and um yeah go check out tanya go check out her website and youtube channel you have some meditations on there um i've noticed and they're not like the videos weren't long i've saw some that were like five minutes so i try to make everything five minutes so yeah for all five minutes so if you feel like chanting for five minutes, you can chant for five. If you do two or three songs, that's 15 or 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. um, most of my meditations are five minutes long and my prayers are five minutes. So, you know, you want to make it at the beginning. I could only sit for like three minutes. So mm -hmm. I understand like at the beginning, um, it's, it's kind of difficult. You fight, you fight that resistance. Yeah. You fight it, the easier it becomes, the longer you actually want to sit there. So yeah all right well thank you so much for you know coming on and talking to me and sharing like all of your knowledge I'm definitely going to be subscribing to that book and getting the book and getting on the newsletter because I just yeah I just love what what you have to share and I love your energy so is there anything else that you would like to share with the listeners before we get off or I would just like to share, you know, I'm really appreciative to Ray. I think she has a lot of insight for her age and 
a lot of courage to do what she's doing. And, you know, we all need to be like you are and like I am, like just get out there in the world mm -hmm. and try to share what we can and support people that become part of our tribe. And mm -hmm. so I, I just want to give you a little pat on the back because I think you're doing a great job. Thank you so much. <laughs> that means a lot. <laughs> Thank you. All right, guys. Have a good one. Bye. All right. Bye.